always save the best for last. Save promoting your products or services for last. Um, there's like this 80-20 rule of 80% educating or inspiring and 20% selling. So that way, by the time people are ready to buy from you, it's a no-brainer to them. Hi, I'm Jack here, and I am the host of the Sea Life Different podcast. This podcast is perfect for you if you are a Black, Indigenous, woman of color, ready to step outside of your comfort zone. This podcast will inspire you, empower you, and educate you on how to see life differently, whether it's in your business or in your personal life. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivating strategist, author, and world traveler. Let's get into it. So for today's episode, we are repurposing content. This is a previously recorded conversation from 2021. So before we even get into the episode, I want to make sure that there's a few contexts, and especially because there's a few changes that has happened since then. So this is actually an excerpt of an audio. You may hear it may be slightly bit choppy because it was from a Q&A conversation all about email marketing, but it's being repurposed from a conversation that I had uh, with a group called Rising Tide Society. Rising Tide Society is a nonprofit that is really focused on building that sense of community, especially among entrepreneurs, so that you don't have to take the entrepreneur journey by yourself. It originally was named Tuesday Together, so most commonly uh, entrepreneurs would spend Tuesday together either in person or later as the pandemic came on Zoom to really help each other to build all of these little aspects about entrepreneurship together. So I got the chance to be a guest speaker. This is before I actually got to become a a leader of the Dallas, Texas chapter. Um, But it was all about email marketing. It was right before... Um, the Black Friday holiday, which is normally around October, November. So I figured why not repurpose this conversation so that you can utilize it for email marketing as well. So you'll hear and learn really about tips and strategies about how to uh, make email marketing effective for you and why you should be using email marketing a bit more and how to integrate your own stories as well as how to automate. Uh, This has been the year of AI, artificial intelligence, but automation has been around at least to the mid-2020s. It's just now that it's about to be, uh, sorry, I said mid-2020s, mid-2000s, let me say that. It's been around for a while, but now that we're in the 2020s, more people are actively using it. So I gave a few tips and tricks about automating, how to um, uh, collect you know, more emails and even more strategies. But before we get into those strategies so that you can use it for your personal brand and your entrepreneurship, the first thing I want to share is that uh, you may hear me talk about my brand Focus with a PH, P-H-O-C-U-S-E-D. I want to update that I'm no longer using that brand. As of 2022, I've officially 
practice what I preach and, and been utilized and make everything under one umbrella of the Sea Like Different brand. So I still do offer marketing uh, consultations and, and strategies and still do done for you services, but it's everything falling under the Sea Life Different brand. The same brand that started based off of the book is now the one where I do it with the podcast. It's also the same extension of the radio show and it's also the same name as the summit. So just trying to keep everything under the same name so that aside from recognizing my name as Zakira, you know, Nayar online, Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R online, um, you know that see life different uh, or seeing life through a different lens uh, is associated with me. The next part of it is that I mentioned a tip called Revu, R-E-V-U. It was actually an integrated newsletter format very similar to, um, you know, the mediums or even to the Substack that you see nowadays. But unfortunately, because of Twitter's changes, as of 2023, Twitter is becoming renamed to uh, X, X spot the spot, if you will. Um, but because of all of Twitter's changes and the changes in the CEO, they no longer use that view. But I did start to mention a couple of other platforms that could be used as an alternative. So I'm definitely all about making sure that you get off of social media. Use social media, you know, to network, to build your brand, but get off of it, grab those email addresses, grab those phone numbers, grab those in-person connections um, as often as you can. So in this conversation, I will talk about my favorite thing, about the top three popular used email marketing platforms right now, which are Flowdesk, uh, MailChimp, and ConvertKit. But because I'm a huge ConvertKit advocate, in the next episode, it'll be another repurposed episode, but I'll dive even deeper into how to really utilize ConvertKit and all of ConvertKit's new features that aren't mentioned here, but I'll talk about you know what they've been up to later. Um, and they'll also be sure to check out the show notes so that you can see the uh, affiliate link to any link that were mentioned. You can get access to that so that you are able to have a system and a set of emails that work for you. Here's to more ease when it comes to your marketing, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so email yep. marketing is what we're going to talk about today. And so I am Zakia. Um, I am a creative strategist, professional portrait photographer, and now I help entrepreneurs confidently grow their brands while mastering their marketing. So I've been utilizing email marketing first for nonprofits and small businesses. Before 2014, I started to do it for my own. And uh, so today I'll go over, like, you know, just briefly what is email marketing, why you need to be taking advantage of it my favorite, and then, of course, the how-to strategies. So uh, I grabbed this from MailChimp. I feel like it's the easiest way to kind of give us a refresh as to what email marketing is. And so it's definitely direct marketing. So the same way that you would, you know, back in the day, utilize your postcards and your business cards, it's direct marketing. And it helps to make sure your customers are aware of the latest things that you offer. And um, it continues to build relationships. And so then for me, uh, I wanted to talk more about like who I am and what I do. So when I started Focus Media Group back in 2018, it was really because I had saw the struggle. I saw the struggle of, you know, I was being a social media manager for other, you know, womenpreneurs and, and their businesses. And I was, you know, working on their social media. But every question that I had, whenever we would review the staff, I'm like, 
how are things looking on your end? Are you converting over? Are you converting these social media followers? And so they would say, yeah, I mean, we're getting more website views. But I'm like, okay, how are they retaining to be customers? And so um, basically I was like, you know what? I think this is probably where my new zone of genius is. And so for me, I've been traveling around the world and uh, I'm a photographer first and foremost. So a camera literally saved my life. Um, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> and then I'm certified in um, uh, Adobe, Adobe Photoshop, Cornell, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. I took a certification program that was online at USF. So, yeah, question for you. I think we'll make it interactive one more time. Where were you when Instagram went down? Well, funny enough, I was attending a photography conference, and um, I think one of the sessions at the time was about SEO, ironically. So I was about to go to Twitter to talk about, you know, my tidbit from the conference, and as soon as I go to Twitter, Instagram and Facebook is down again. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so uh, I think for me, because I was, uh, I've always been into email marketing, I was the latter. I was nonchalant. I was like, oh. Okay, so now my question is for you. I think maybe keep this question in your mind as you're going through the entire thing of how are you going to convert the customers who come to your website or in this case, come to your social media. So uh, I'll briefly talk about my favorite space. So I do have a uh, referral link if you you know feel like changing email marketing platform, but MailChimp is what I started with. That's what I did when I was... Um, First, starting out my email list. I started my email list, of course, with friends and family. And then later on, once I started to either have sell my photography course um, or sell my book, I then would, you know, transition over to others and start exploring other um, platforms. So um, it has, you can have up to 2,000 subscribers for free. You can have a website on there. Um, you can integrate it with QuickBooks. Um, I feel like it's the only one so far that integrates with QuickBooks only because they've recently been acquired by Intuit. So that's all the, you know, Mint and QuickBooks and um, uh, all of the uh, money apps is all under Intuit. And then ConvertKit is what I ended up switching over to for a split second. Even though it was established in 2013, I think I joined it maybe in 2015. And it was good for a year. I actually got a referral code as well from a different influencer by the name of Melissa Griffin. And it was amazing because they actually had easy-to-use um, workflows that you could use that were super helpful as far as knowing how to build an average five-email sequence that you would need to use to sell. Um, and of course, with that sequence, um, it gave me the confidence and the boost as well. And I was able to sell my first, uh, you know, student for my photography course. And then of course, the best is Flowdesk. Um, so it was established in 2019 and it's the only one I actually learned it today. It's the only one that has Apple Mail tracking privacy. Now I'm sure some of us will get discouraged because we see Oh, people aren't reading our emails, but actually what could be happening is they've turned off that you can see that they've read their email. Um, but uh, also what happens is because it's email, the great thing about email is that it's so easy for people to find. So if you post on social media, people will, if you, if it's, you know, nine posts back, if they're new to your page, most likely nine out of 10 times, they're not going to scroll back, right? But the good thing about email marketing is that 
Uh, people can organize your email. They can search for your emails more easily. They can filter your email. So your emails are always going to be received, especially when, because it will happen again, when Instagram and Facebook go down again. Um, so um, uh, basically, it's always going to, is that a typo? Yeah, that's a typo. This is supposed to say Flowdesk. But um, it also has very modern, sleek designs. And they all look the same, but it makes it easier for you. All you have to do is add your logo, add a certain um, statement, like your mission statement, and then have enough, it has enough space. And it'll adjust the font accordingly, the adjust, uh, font size accordingly to um, fit however long your uh, email is. And it works great with Zapier. So I would definitely be giving more suggestions on how to use Zapier to um, continue to grow your email list. So now we're talking about that growing your list. Um, so it definitely will take time. It definitely will take consistency. And it's definitely changing. Because like we said, there now there are people who can block off whether or not you, you can see that they check their email, which some of us, if we look at data, it kind of is discouraging, but it shouldn't be. But as long as you continue to either post once a month, I say post once, start focusing on posting once a week, um, or even at max three times a week, especially if you get closer to Black Friday, so that people really can know you and be familiar with you and be familiar with your voice and even become excited to see your name pop up in the inbox. So um, cross promotion, um, I think one of the best ways for growing is Make that your call to action. Um, so put it in your email signature when you're, you know, pitching or talking to other um, customers and clients. Put it in your email signature. Sign up for my, to say, like, sign up for my email list. Um, when you are using it for, like, your link tree, uh, talk about it there. When you are getting to talk to other platforms, put it there. Um, and make it a part of your digital business card, like your link tree. Okay, so now how can you use the email sequence? Because I think that's the biggest thing that I think gets slept on. Um, your email sequence is really what gets people to, um, hold on a second. Really what gets people to, um, well, I'm going to come back to the email sequence, though, but I'm going to briefly mention it because it's what gets people to utilize uh, having a story and getting excited for your story. So the best way is really break down your story, your why, your mission, um, why you do what you do in five emails. So when it comes to sharing your story, definitely be vulnerable. Um, show some behind the scenes. Uh, be personable. So a perfect example of being personable is um, even though you sometimes may not want to do what everyone else is doing, but if everyone else is sending emails around the same time, uh, you kind of want to be in there as well. So even though it may seem like, oh, this is too many emails today, actually, you kind of do want your name to be shown there. So, for example, when Instagram and Facebook went down, I was already going to send an email because I had a challenge going on in my email list, so a five-day challenge. And so I was sending the email anyways. But, of course, you can tweak the subject line to then say something in your own voice of, like, 
like where were you where what would happen when Instagram went down, you know? And then inspire. Um inspire inspiration, everyone could use it, especially during these tough times. So inspiration is either sharing another part of your story, something that you've overcame, um, and then little known facts about you. So how many people know that you have a sibling, for example, I think Taylor would give me an example of flight shutting down and, and preparing for, you know, siblings to, to get out of your space <laughs> and then um, promoting your services and products. So I kind of say go in this order if possible, but always save the best for last. Save promoting your products or services for last. Um, there's like this 80-20 rule of 80% educating or inspiring and 20% selling. So that way, by the time people are ready to buy from you, it's a no-brainer to them. Um, now, lead magnets. I think um, some people don't use lead magnets, and that's okay. Um, but for those who are comfortable with lead magnets, I wanted to just leave a few examples. So I think also what's more relevant for the audience here is um, – your products uh, have like a um, giveaway. If you you know can't do that within you know your budget, have a giveaway. Uh, you can also have. I think you've seen on your favorite businesses the email list that you're on. You see that you go to their website, you shop. They say sign up for my sign up for our email list to get twenty percent off. You can do that as well. Um, get 20% off my copywriting services, um, the, the, get 20% off your first session, um, get a discount off your, your quality session or sign up to get, um, a free discovery call. So however you want to do it to kind of get people in, nine out of time, nine out of ten times, the lead magnet is something that you are able to give for free, uh, give some kind of value for free. Um, these are just my examples that I've used. Um, when I do the challenges, I have like a workbook so people know that they'll get the workbook when they sign up for the email list. Um, some people also will sign up because they want to hear more from a podcast, like podcasts that you've been on or if you have your own podcast. Um, these are just a few examples. There's endless, endless examples that we can talk about more at the end. Um, and a few more tips. So this is going into once you're in your marketing platform, even the one that you already use. Here are a few things that probably get slept on, as I like to say. Use the recent feature. So just like we talked about, there's so many people that don't see our emails or so we think. So uh, resend it. <laughs> just send it again. Um, so give value more than you sell. So once again, I think when you open the email to also keep it short and simple, but when you are sharing um, in your email list, definitely give more value than you would sell. So only depends on, I think, moving on to the next um, tip of tag and filter and segment, which means um, if you have had people on your email list and you're able to look at your statistics and see that they are pretty consistent with opening your emails, like they're like in a high percentage of they always open the email, definitely either tag them or filter them um, as like, you know, your most uh, most viewed subscribers or your fans or however you want to rename it because it's, it's renamed just for you. So whatever you name it, you can name it just so you know who these group of people are. And that way, you, these are the people that if you know that they read every single one of your email, then they know what you do. 
most likely nine or ten times they know what you do they're just waiting for either that one um foma moment or a discount or giveaway or sell that you're having so that it's ready they're ready to buy from you um so definitely don't sleep on the option to either tag or segment your followers so for me i started using this um especially with uh when i started out with friends and family like that's great that's great for you know becoming more comfortable with sharing your story um and doing that but i would then segment them like okay i only tell them when i have news like life life um changing news that i want to tell them because that's great as well for you know you're my family so let me tell you first and then of course split it also for the uh lukewarm customers the ones that are uh they wanted to learn more about you but they haven't bought from you yet and then of course they're even segmenting the ones that have already bought from you um and i say automate 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 um i think the first example that coming to my mind for automate is vacation <laughs> even though my goal for this conversation today is to make sure that you have as many emails as you can going out on a consistent basis before black friday um even after black friday there's more people who uh want something from your inventory or want to book a session with you and you're away uh the good thing is that you can still give value by automating you don't even have to physically be there when people sign up for your email list um they're going through this five day usually five days um five day email sequence and then eventually selling from um you know buying from you ab testing is what also should be utilized more often to make sure that you're actually using the right subject line cuz 9 out of 10 times um you win by getting people's email addresses and then you also win by getting people to open your emails right but 9 out of 10 times as soon as you get people to open your email it's normally a 50/50 chance that they'll buy from you not as long as you've made it clear as long as you made the call to action clear so i'm going to give a web resource at the end but alternate your subject lines um maybe alternate it with one serious type of subject line versus one playful type of subject line alternate it with the same subject line with and without emojis um alternate it with them without using their name in the subject line alternate it with them without a question so ab testing is is a great way to see what works best to get more opens um Okay. I'm really just emphasizing on growing your email list um because especially again after Instagram and Facebook went down, how else are people going to really keep in touch with you? So definitely have that everywhere. So one of my first tips actually is to post your social media on your social media post on your email first. Mailchimp um Mailchimp is the easiest way for you to start on your Mailchimp app and then you can also then send that same social media post to Instagram and Facebook. Of course you can send it to Twitter too, but then you have to do some tweaking to adjust it. Um and then promote your landing page so when people click on your um link tree, they really should be going to say for example get 20% off your first order. and that will go to that landing page and that landing page we would have already um set it up in the back end 
for, okay, the person who clicked on this specific landing page is a new customer. So I know how to segment those emails so that I'm not talking about um, something that they would not know about. They would not know that I do. Um, if you don't already have it, make sure your sign up bar is at the bottom of your website. Alternatively, there's a website called Mail Munch. The website is actually mailmunch.co, not mailmunch.com. But that is, this was very popular before all the websites had um, embedded pop-up um, email subscription box. Um, but most of them now, they are integrated. Like Flowdesk has it now, Merchant has it now. But Mailmunch was able to work with all of them and still collect emails from pop-ups on every aspect of your page. I'm sure we've all seen it on website. Sometimes they're annoying, sometimes they're not, but the good thing is that you're able to capture people, <laughs> you know, like capture their email, because that's what we want to do. We want to be able to uh, retain the people that come to your website. Um, Redview. Redview is something that I literally just learned about, and it's pretty cool if you are an active Twitter user. Um, you can connect it with your Twitter and you can send your tweets as a newsletter. <laughs> so that makes it all easier. So uh, just like this first tip that I have here of whatever you post on social media, post it to your email list. The same thing is uh, great about review. So if you post uh, inf informative tweets and not just, because a lot of times I know a lot of, a lot of us like to use Twitter as like our, our public journal in a way, but if you ended up using tweets that are informational, you can repurpose those tweets into Redview and make it like an exclusive email list. All right, kids, more tips. So don't take it personal when people unsubscribe. The good thing about unsubscribing is that they're doing you a favor. The favor is you're narrowing down even more the ways that you can serve your audience. I don't take a person when people don't open. So uh, even for me, there's one, ever since I graduated from uh, like Cornell, they still send us resources. I don't open it because I don't feel the need for it yet, but I know that I will. So your message will be the same thing. Like right now, I don't think I need a gift box. I don't think I need copy editing, but I will. And I know that if because... Uh, this name keeps showing up in my inbox. I know exactly where to go as soon as I'm ready. Um, and then also subject lines matter. So I think I gave a few examples of how to alternate between asking a question, including their name, making it personal, um, and, and just kind of tweaking and playing around with the subject line. Play around with the subject line more than you do with the actual content in the um, email. Because you could have nothing but a link to your YouTube video or nothing but a photo that promotes your next um, availability for session. But if your subject line and people aren't opening your email, then it kind of goes out the window. But again, don't be discouraged. Marketing is all about playing around. And then grammar does not have to be perfect. So just kind of going back into that, I know that for a while, uh, English was my favorite subject in school. And so sometimes I take that too hard. I'm like, oh, no, um, I have to make sure that my email is, is perfect. Or, oh, no, I sent the email out and there's, there's a grammar error. No one's going to buy from me. But, again, just go back to give more value than you sell. And it would completely be overlooked. Um, 
So I think I want to give a few more examples of, you know, what should you really talk about in your email? So what type of um, posts that represent your brand and personality? Um, uh, photos, you know, like of screenshots and uh, videos, like if you are on YouTube um, or you were featured on the YouTube, you can embed the video, um, the link to the video. Um, if you're having an event or speaking at events, you can post uh, that. And but I think the most important thing is really to just understand your audience. So the same way that you would think about, okay, who do I want to engage with me on um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter? The same thing applies for your email list. The email list is really just the most controlled platform. So, of course, this is the perfect time to really talk about you, talk about your services, talk about your favorite quotes and tips and um, your, your testimonials and your wins. So I'm glad you asked because MailChimp, I feel like it's really, really good with e-commerce. Um, I mean, they already um, integrate with, I saw Shopify and Stripe, I believe. So they already integrate with, you know, people can buy directly from your email. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about MailChimp is that they're um, making so many changes and probably even more changes because they were recently uh, acquired for like billions of dollars. <laughs> so they're going to make even more changes for it to be better for you to sell directly from the email. So, and um, But again, because MailChimp is good with automation with everything, there is also Zapier, like for example, through Flowdesk. Um, are still kind of getting more, getting better. Flowdesk, is, you know, it's a baby. So it's still getting better with automation. So I use Zapier to automate, depending on which lead page they came from, to let it automatically segment for me. Or if someone came to my calendar link, to automatically add them that way. So uh, automation and everything. Zapier, it's kind of, it's, it's advanced as far as tech goes, but it has so many ways for you to just, automate and simplify your life so question so you know how like basically what you're saying if somebody like schedules like a consultation or something with you you automatically get their information but technically they didn't so i kind of feel like those instances are tricky would you still automatically add? Because, I mean, I have, like, my mail list right now, and sometimes I, I notice, like, oh, this person maybe just made an inquiry, but they didn't subscribe. So should I automatically add them when I'm sending out my emails? Or they're like, oh, I didn't subscribe. Is that, like, violation of privacy, even though you have their information? No, that's not the violation of the GDPR because they technically gave you your email address, right, with that inquiry. They technically want to um, learn more from you by actually doing the inquiry. So it doesn't violate because they, they gave you their, your, their email address versus you um, getting it from the website, for example. So, okay. So a great example of when to use it. Now, I'm a night owl. And say, for example, I wanted to just get this email out. Um, but also say I'm uh, closing. I'm having a discount. There's like five days left. Uh, I'm having this discount. Um, it's half of when people, I could tell it was half of who was opening it last time. So probably because it was, you know, nighttime and it got bumped down to the other emails, I would resend it again, probably at like nine o'clock in the morning with a different subject line. Or some people just say in parentheses, resending. And I tend to open it like, oh, I didn't see it the first time. 
So um, that's a perfect example of if you happen to send it at three o'clock one day and the next day you send it with resending or did you see this or I, I wanted to make sure you saw this, just resend it um, again at a different time with a different subject line. So for MailChimp, um, basically I have um, automation stuff for um, when I get sign up for my um, email course, photography email course. So I'm able to set up as a, a journey, as they call it. Or when they come in, they say hi. And then, um, oh, yeah, by the way, the, it will, MailChimp will show you the uh, average open rate and the average click rates. So click rates is how many people actually click on the links, and open rate is how many people actually open. Um, so thankfully, I'm doing pretty good as far as people actually opening, because that's also the important thing of making sure that you also have people that want your email. Um, not just anyone. So like I was saying um, earlier, if they send you, they say that they want to um, work with you uh, by sending an inquiry, that's already a, a new person for you to warm up with email sequences. Um, so they get the email. This is set for one day. Every I'll, I'll go over the flow that too, but every email is set for how many days you want to send it as soon as they subscribe and how many emails you want to send as well. And then, so for me, I have different forms and I integrated it with Zapier um, to know that when they sign up so for Flowdesk. Um, so I don't really use it that much yet because I'm in a different focus media group one and then there's my personal one. Um, so you with the new email, it's with the emails that are sent, you can always see who sends. And this is where I was referring to like organize it. You can organize the emails of like, okay, specifically for photography, or this is specifically for um, copy editing, or this is specifically for the product. Um, and then also in your workflow, you can do the same thing of adjust it for when. Um, when someone signs, they get the lead magnet if you want that, or you just start nurturing them by saying, hi, my name is so-and-so. I've been in the industry for a while. Um, in the next email, I'm going to talk about uh, why I started doing what I do. Um, before kicking them out, I send like a different email, something on the lines of how can I support you. Um, and if they, even if they don't respond to that, if they, if they open it, if they open that, you know that they're just either busy or or something, but if they don't even open that, then yeah, I'll eventually spend some time removing people who have not literally opened in, um, months. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Definitely start with MailChimp and if you can start playing with it tonight, um, because setting up that sequence is not as simple as one, two, three. I mean, it is if you've been, let's say, for example, you were literally building that audience on social media and you can copy and paste those posts over the email, but yeah. I think what I had to do, I had to get out of my own head because I would be following all these rules. And then when, when they don't work for me, I'm like, it's not working at all. So um, basically it, it's half and half. Like some people, if I just, I've noticed some people respond to me when I share a, a relatable story. Like people respond to me when I share that. Um, mm -hmm. If I simply just ask, what do, what are you doing today? Or like, 
what do you want to, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you struggle with specifically? Like, you have to either be very specific or don't ask the question at all. Just let them know, like, hey, I, will, I read all emails and then they'll send you an email. So it, it kind of half and half. Like, it depends on the people. Because I've noticed also they'll read my email, but still send me a DM. <laughs> so it, it really varies. And so you're on the right track with having product base. You want people to buy, not necessarily reply. Um, but even with service base as well, you want people to book a call, book, um, you know, click yeah. on something, not necessarily reply. So um, it, it could be the same thing, unless like, unless you kind of like put it in every single email, maybe at the top of the email, like don't hit, don't, I don't bite, send me an email back. But for the most part, you'll know that you're actually going forward by say, if you always have that call to action at the bottom of the email of book a strategy call with me, you'll know that. Um, but also you'll know where they came from when you put it in your uh, sign up form of like, what's your first name, last name, how did you find me, what do you want, or select from like three options of what do you want to learn from, like you can do that, automate that, you know, as well, so I feel like there's a way to kind of go around getting replies versus knowing that, okay, I'm actually getting people to buy, and if you haven't heard of it, Coach Schedule is like an all-in-one social media uh, scheduling platform, but mm-hmm. what it is, is they have this subject line tester where you can test out your subject line and it'll give you the like score of like zero to a hundred of how well that subject line will convert. So of course questions in the subject line will always convert better than, um, Hey, it's me (laughs) or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, me personally, because I too love writing. Um, I feel, I love those more than, like Facebook ad generators or posting on social media every single month because it's evergreen, like truly evergreen. Like you don't even have to, you can run it every single month or you can run it every time someone signs up. Um, it's automated, like literally auto- automatic. So I love those better because it's just literally, you can use it anytime. You can, anytime you want to launch in every quarter, Anytime somebody signs up for your email list. Well, perfect. I'm so glad you learned so much. And feel free to say hi. And, well, say hi through email. Let's, let's do that. Say hi <laughs> through email. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Um, it's at Illuminous One. That's the personal one. Okay. Um, Illuminous One is the personal one. And- I'm active in DM, but if you look on there and it looks like I haven't posted it because I don't post, I email. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Sea Life Different Podcast. To view this podcast episode's show notes and to listen to previous episodes, please visit ZakiraNayar.com forward slash podcast. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R dot com forward slash podcast. Be sure to also leave a review so others can discover it too.